Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right. Episode two, man, of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. What's going on, Mike? What's up, Derek? You know, same shit, different day. I like that. How do you feel the first episode went? Good, actually. We, uh, I think we're a little culture shocked yeah. that we actually did it. But now that we're in episode two, we're both pretty juiced up. Hell yeah, dude. Super excited We've and motivated. We've been talking about this forever. So I know. It's, it's good that we finally got the first one. And super funny because you and I were... Like, vulturing the YouTube channel. Like, dude, look it. We got 10 views right now. And let me tell you, after all this, we've got tens and tens of views, man. We're Yeah, we're in the multiple tens. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we're doing good. Going viral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think the first one went well. And to be honest, the, the feedback has been pretty good, too, from people that have listened to it. So it's pretty nice. Yeah, what's nice is that everybody's got our direct contact yeah. so they don't really leave a comment on social media for right. it to just get ridiculous in the comment section but they just reach out directly and say hey that was awesome i'm super excited that you're doing it um there's there's people in california reaching out to me friends and family there's people that are in north carolina and south carolina that have reached out and then obviously people all around buffalo so it's been really cool to kind of get that response and feedback from everyone yeah almost absolutely. immediately yeah it's been cool and the whiskey that we tried last time and what we're going to try today, which we'll talk about in a little bit, has been very well received. And we can touch on this also a little bit more down the line in this episode. But there's been a lot of distilleries that have been really amped of, of us doing this. Yeah, we reached out to them via email. And now they're all super excited and they want to jump on the board and and figure out you know where they rate. Right. But then they, they really just want to promote their products and work with us directly, which is awesome. Exactly, yeah. We really want to make sure that we're promoting that New York and Buffalo culture because this is something that we're finally able to use some sort of a platform to do this stuff. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we're promoting these small businesses for them to be able to do uh, any marketing that they have on their end, uh, but also uh, promote us as well. So Yeah, so we're, we're across the board with different platforms. We're up to six, if I'm counting correctly, which are basically the main ones that everybody's on, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I think that's six. Yeah. So the the 
that's a good point for the why. Uh, looking down on my phone because I wrote some notes in between episode one and two, but we started to hit on the why for episode one, and I really wanted to fine tune it and dial it in for this episode before we get into the next whiskey and the next distillery of our why and what really started this podcast. And it's essentially, um, I'm going to use our notes here, but we're starting this podcast because it's not about our individual success, but it's about bringing attention to Buffalo local businesses so that all of Buffalo succeeds because the people of Buffalo deserve to get the recognition that they fail to get from national media. And our local sports teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres keep us on the map so people know that we're, we are a major city in the state of New York. Um, But we really want to keep us on the map and talk about the growing city and what we have going on here locally. Uh, It's a basically the real reason why we're doing this podcast because we want to see Buffalo succeed and grow to eliminate the stereotypes and change the national culture towards our city. We want the nation to feel what the locals feel. And I think that that sentence really brings in the, you know, the full circle message that we're trying to promote. Right. So it's just really cool that, you know, we reach out to one distillery and all of them respond within hours and they're like yeah absolutely come on down we can basically you know show you what we're working with have you try our product and then show you guys around the town so that you really get the feel of what we're trying to push and that's just it's phenomenal right and yeah and hopefully in the future too we'll be able to have some actual head distillers on the podcast for them to discuss their own product because they know it much better than we would I mean, right. we're just two jamokes trying some random whiskeys, giving our ratings, but it'll be really cool to hear from the head distillers and see what, one, their passion is, how they got there and how they got started, some of the background of the distillery. I mean, last episode, if anyone hasn't checked out last episode, you really should. It was a great episode where Mike explained really how the name One Foot Cock got to be a name in general. Yeah. And we have another story this week around the uh, Black Button Distillery and how they became to be known the black button distilling company. And this is just going to be a theme going forward just for us to do our research and understanding the whiskeys that we're going to be promoting, the companies we're going to be promoting, and then also getting some insight on their head distillers, what they feel is important to their company too. Which is super exciting to actually have them on the show. Right. So a lot coming, coming up. Uh, We're definitely getting busier, which is something that is a good problem to have. We weren't expecting that at all. Yeah. And then we're just trying to jam it around our lives. It's right. like, do you, do you have time for this? Like, can we, can we fit this in? And you just, you just got to do it. Sure. So it's, it's motivating. You know, right. I just get so juiced up thinking about it, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's been sick. Oof. So just talking on that and we'll get into more detail a little bit later, but like we kind of said earlier, this episode, we're doing the black button distilling uh, whiskey. And for this one, this is just the uh, four grain straight whiskey. So this is one of their more popular ones. It's the blue label for those who aren't listening on YouTube and they're listening through Spotify or whatever. But this is their blue label. So Mike and I are going to be drinking this throughout the whole episode and we're going to try to figure out how this compares to not only the one foot cock that we did last week, but also, again, kind of trying to compare it to the other whiskeys that we've had. So we'll get a little bit more detail. We might shed some light on what our numeric rating would be on the one foot cock since we missed that last episode. For sure. We just get so amped, man. We just completely forgot about it. Yeah. So we'll throw out a rating this episode as well as a rating for the black button and we'll go from there. So at least we'll have two baselines moving forward. Absolutely. So on the docket, not to give too much away, but we have Tommy Rotter coming up, which is going to be another whiskey in the Buffalo area. We have a couple from the South towns, the Ellicottville area, uh, which will be awesome because those uh distilleries i've never even been to which is going to be cool yeah and we actually have some from the rochester area too that we're going to be promoting so 
really going all the way out outside of Buffalo. But that's kind of the whole point of this is to shed some light on the local distilleries and then also the surrounding distilleries. Absolutely. And then we're still getting things organized on our end so that, you know, things are flowing. But at the same time, there's still a point of, okay, now we're going to speak on this. Now we're going to speak on this so that people aren't just listening to us ramble. But it's, you know, it's educational and then you guys can actually understand what's happening. Sure. Um, Which is nice because there's, like I said earlier, there's people from all across the country that are listening in, not only to listen to our ridiculous jokes, but to also understand what's happening in Buffalo from where they are remotely. So it's nice to catch up. So Wi-Fi's going at it again. Wi-Fi's going at it, it. which means we got to take a little sip. Emphasis on the little this time because last time I had to refill and that wasn't very good. You were into it, man. You were just... Dude, I was really into it. Yeah, you were... I was taking... This has like an actual... So just initial impressions, like I said, we'll get into a little bit later. But this stings a little bit more going down. Do you, do you agree? Yeah, it makes me feel like a man. <laughs> it puts hair on your chest, man. Yeah, seriously. All right, I'm going to do something really newbie-ish and turn up the volume. You're good. This is what it's all about. Sure is, man. It's a learning process, you know? Sure is. So... No problem. So then for... The next segment, do you want to touch on the Black Button Distillery's story um, and then them as a company, and then we can dive into the, the product that we're trying? Yeah, sure. So we're, we're taking a little bit of a different approach this time. Again, kind of like we were talking about a little bit earlier, we were really amped in the last episode, which was awesome because it was well-received, but we waited till literally the last minute to do a review of the whiskey, which we kind of wanted to do it a little bit earlier in. So now we're compensating and doing it pretty early, but... We went to the Black Budding, the Jesus, the Black Budding, the Black Button Distillery, <laughs> and sat down with a um, someone behind the bar just to talk about the company in itself, and also reading some stuff online. And it was really interesting. I mean, I didn't know this history of Black Button. It was started in Rochester, which I kind of knew, but I actually thought it started in Buffalo at first. And uh, their head distiller, Jason, so he's a fourth generation in the Black Button Company, but this company actually started creating buttons as you would probably assume based on the name got it and they would make buttons for very high profile people so like presidents kings popes like really high profile people yeah i don't really know if there's a profile higher yeah really so i mean the highest profile yeah yeah there you go (laughs) like my facebook profile um so with that the head distiller now jason he is he was going to get into the business and continue it going forward, but there was an ongoing joke because he was colorblind that the only buttons that he would be able to make are black. Got it. So that's where black button distilling came from. And Jason, who is the head distiller again, he's a pretty young guy. I'm pretty sure he's one of the youngest in the U.S., head distillers in the U.S., which is pretty cool. Um, but also what he did was he studied prohibition when he was younger, and he tried to get into making beers first. And he didn't, like, go commercial with it, obviously. He went right into the black button distilling. But he tried to get into the beer making first and then uh, kind of got away from that and then went right to here. So it's pretty cool. Makes sense, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I unfortunately couldn't go with you on this trip. Yeah. Uh, which that's, you know, it's no fault to anybody, really. It's just we're, we're swamped with work. Right. Because um, so, we also do have real jobs. Yeah, we still have real jobs. Yeah. But it's all good. Um, so for... This whiskey, they have actually a really, really nice website that's compatible on all platforms, whether mm-hmm. it's mobile or on your computer. Easy layouts. Um, when you click on something, it actually brings you to something else. 
and it's it's flowing pretty well, which yeah. is nice because sometimes you go to a website, you don't really know what you're going to get into. Sure. Um, so that was good job on them for sure. Um, f- so for their their whiskey that we're trying this week, it is 84 proof, correct? Yep. Yeah. So it's 60% corn, 20% wheat, 11% melted barley, and 9% rye. Uh, they came out with it in 2014, and you can drink it year-round. Yeah. There's no like specific season for it. And it's available at all the local liquor stores in the Buffalo area. And I'm assuming, obviously, Rochester, because they started there. Yeah. But I'm assuming any close nearby liquor stores, too. Nice. And then yeah. they're on every major social media platform mm-hmm. as well, right? So yeah. everyone can go and check them out. So it's Black Button Distilling Co. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what's cool with the with this distillery too, and kind of doing the research on what type of distilleries we wanted to reach out to, I was looking online, and there's a lot of distilleries and spirits. I don't know what they call them. I mean, the, there would still be distilleries, but just based off of spirits like gin and vodka, there's a lot of distilleries in the Buffalo area, but not a lot of them actually put out some sort of whiskey product. So okay. there's Lake Ward... Um, just a little shameless quote or um, plug there, but Lake Ward. And then there's another one too that only did vodka, gin, and I believe rum maybe. So there weren't too, too many actual places that did whiskey, which was interesting. But Black Button made up for it because they have an extensive whiskey output. And I'm going to read you some of them here. So they have the four grain straight bourbon, which is what we're drinking right now. So for those who don't know, and we can also kind of get into a little bit more detail if you'd like, leave a comment. Let us know if you want us to get a little more detail into this. But bourbon is whiskey. So think of it as like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. So not all rectangles are squares, but all squares are rectangles. Right. So all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon because you have different types of whiskey, which are bourbon whiskeys, rye whiskeys. You have scotch, which is considered whiskey too, but it just depends on where really you're making it. So we can get into more details in, in a future episode if we want to, but really what I wanted to touch on here is Black Button's extensive inventory. So the four grain straight, again, like we're drinking right now, they have a single barrel straight, a double barrel straight, cask strength straight, collaboration whiskey, empire rye, port finish, which is finished in a wine barrel, pre-prohibition style straight, which we got to try that. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, American straight in a bourbon cream. So it's more of a liqueur than a bourbon. Nice. But it's obviously made with bourbon. So they got a very extensive inventory. And you bet your damn ass we're going to try all of them. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, we got to figure out I don't out know timing. what that phrase was. What's the damn ass? That just kind of came out. I, I'm okay with it. It's not, like, <laughs> it's not like you did anything wrong. You bet your damn ass, man. <laughs> I'll call myself out. No worries. Um, But yeah, so we're going to definitely try all of them. And especially with us still getting our feet under us and trying to reach out to more distilleries, we'll probably have Black Button on again probably sooner rather than later because of their extensive selection. And they're really responsive. Yeah, very responsive. Yeah. So we're we're probably going to try at least a couple more before we bring some other ones on. But yeah, so it's pretty interesting. They're very sweet people. Uh, the bartender that was there was awesome. Her name was Erin. Um, and then also the woman that I've been talking to through email, they've been very responsive and super supportive of what we're trying to do here. That's awesome. Yeah. Can't beat that. Yeah. So good whiskey, man. Good whiskey. It I is. Like this. So in a little bit later part of the show too, we're going to 
Does it feel like I keep pushing everything off till later? I feel like I've said that. We like just do it times. now. We can just dive in. Okay, let's do it now. Right. So we wanted to give a little bit of uh, recommendation. So this is going to be a new segment that we have. It's hard to have new when the whole podcast is new, but it's going to be a new, new segment. <laughs> yeah. Um, the newest segment. Yeah. Because realize that not everybody is a give me the whiskey, hold the ice type of person. So we wanted to give some recommendations on what our favorite mixed drinks were that were made with whiskey to try to get people into whiskey a more subtle way rather than this will put hair on your chest. Try it. Yeah. And it's crazy too because most people are like, well, what do I even mix it with or anything because a beer is a beer you just sit down crack it open and drink it sure. and then you can go over the flavor profile but with whiskey it's it's like a gentleman drink so you're trying to do it correctly mm-hmm. you want to order it correctly when you go out so you don't sound like you're completely new right uh the you know for any anyone that's starting i started with ginger ale and whatever whiskey it was mm-hmm. um i started with gentleman jack any label jack daniels tennessee honey which was really good with ginger uh and then canadian club Sure. And then once I, you know, left the mainstream stuff and got in, and got into, yeah, gotting, there got you go, Mike, I went to college. Yeah. So once I got into <laughs> <Apparently>. more, <laughs> yeah, once I got into more, <laughs> more local whiskeys, then I was, then I was able to change my palate into, let's just try it on the rocks, yeah. enjoy it, or no ice and just sip it and really get the flavor and instead of diluting it. Sure. So I actually started with my first real cocktail it was a Manhattan and it threw me off. Like really? I wasn't a huge fan. I didn't like it. It actually made me drink more beer. Cause I was like, if that's whiskey, then I'm not, I can't do it. The old fashioned actually brought me back into whiskey and less beer. And I started having old fashions all the time. Yeah. If I was watching a sports game, if I was out with friends and family, I would just order an OF, um, which is the classy way of ordering it. Or yeah. if you wanted to just say the whole name you could to help a bartender. <laughs> uh, but it's, a simple drink, it it's not anything really crazy. Yeah. So how do you make and, it? Yes. So an OF is there's bitters, there's a slice of orange, and then you can either do Southern Comfort or you can do Canadian Club. And then some people put a sugar cube in the bottom. You oh, don't okay. you don't also have to if you like muddle it. Um, cherry juice and then your ginger ale. So. Cool. It's a really simple drink. So what we do is we just do um, a little bit of bitters, an orange slice, cherry with a, ch- a splash of cherry juice, and then we do ice Canadian Club, and then we use ginger ale, okay. and then we just you know quick stir and then sip it, and it's phenomenal. Do you remember the first time you had one? Yeah, it yeah. was actually made for me. It was Colleen's family, and they're they're classy family. Yeah, making new old fashioned. They are. I mean, Kellen like got me into wine. She got me <laughs> like her family got me into whiskey and scotch, and they're just they're phenomenal people. But you know, they, they like really nice stuff. Yeah. But they're super down to earth, and it's just it's a really good mix, which is also why we're getting married. But yeah, really. She uh yeah her so her family made me an old fashioned. I didn't realize that they were that strong. I was just obsessed with the taste, mm-hmm. and then three in, I was like, well, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I didn't go to sleep on the. <laughs> You know, I didn't go to bed. I right. slept on the floor sure. because I had three OFs. Well, yeah. So at that point, you just make a bed. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. If it's flat, Carpet, I'm there. Bar top sure. table. Yeah. Folding yeah. table. The family mafia. was stepping over me to leave. It was <laughs> it was a thing. So, anyways, I still get made fun of that, but it's it's whatever. It's fine. So for this cocktail recommendation for this whiskey that we're trying, they they as in Black Mountain Distillery call it a bourbon cooler. And it is one ounce of bourbon, one ounce of orange juice, two tablespoons of maple syrup, 
some ice, you top it with a sparkling wine, and then there's a orange twist garnish. Interesting. And it sounds incredible. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Uh, and I'm definitely going to ask for one when we go there. That's sweet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we are going to try to go there. One of the places that we're going to in Rochester is going to be a distillery tour of theirs, which will bring the podcast equipment if, if they do want to do... Uh, be a guest on the podcast. We'll record a part of the show there. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll definitely ask for that one because that one sounds sweet. For sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever had a drink with maple syrup in it. I definitely haven't, but I love maple syrup yeah. because in my mind, not only if it, is it harvest season <laughs> yeah. to do fall things with bay, but it's <laughs> maple syrup is phenomenal on almost all breakfast food. Yeah. And I'm just... I'm a breakfast nut. Breakfast food's where it's at, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so quick question while we're on it. Yep. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Why? Because I like the little pockets of butter. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, That's dude. friends. Oh, really? Dude. We, we actually never talked about this either. No, so we haven't. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah like dude, that. Pockets of butter, especially if you get like go to a good place where they just slap a whole ton of spreadable butter on top of it, you're in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Your and heart's the, not, but your mind is. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, right. a couple of these arteries are clogged already. 100%. From the waffles and the buffalo wings but whatever yeah it's worth it yeah so in i like that recommendation to uh that one as well as you kind of threw like three recommendations in there and the one which which was pretty sweet the old fashions the manhattans and the um the one that you just talked about from black button yeah but it's interesting because old fashions and manhattans are commonly drank or available everywhere for sure yeah, a lot of bartenders know how to make them yeah so those are good ones but like you said you didn't really like the manhattan as much i was also young True. It was my grandfather's drink. It was his favorite drink. I actually went to a wedding in Rochester recently for a buddy, and a signature cocktail was a Manhattan. Oh, okay. It was amazing. Yeah. But, again, my palate changed, just like every seven years your taste buds change. There's a lot of people doing signature cocktails now at weddings. It is. It's a huge trend. Are you doing it at yours? Uh, Spoiler we're, alert. We're getting married next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm getting married in eight months. <laughs> um, we, we are talking about it, and we're going back. At, I mean, we still got time, mm-hmm. and we're finalizing a few things but we we're definitely going back and forth on a signature cocktail for the wedding if you had to pick one right now what would it be of i mean the whole family knows um but we also don't want to copy so that's my biggest thing is i don't i want our wedding to be a unique experience i don't want to copy another family member no that makes sense when her sister got married that was their signature cocktail was an of so we're gonna come up with something i don't know maybe it's a bourbon cooler there you go, man. Yeah. Why is Black Button to sponsor it? There you go. There you yeah. go. Up in Maine. Yeah. That'll be a perfect. riot. Hey, man. They probably don't have a market up there, so it'd be a good foot in the door up there. Yeah, we can talk to them about it. Yeah, let's do it. So what's your recommendation? So my recommendation is a drink called the Brown Derby, and this is a older style drink. It was kind of brought up in the Prohibition era. Gina and I, I talked about it this last episode when we went to Savannah for our Hilton Head trip, and I couldn't stay still on the beach. We went to Savannah. And we went to a Prohibition-style museum, which was pretty sweet. You were walking through. You saw, like, all these props of these old Ford cars being shot up by gangsters and everything like that, which was pretty sweet to see. Phenomenal. Yeah. It, it was a good event to go to because it showed you the different areas within the Prohibition and the different right. the highs and the lows. And, obviously, it was all kind of low and high both together. But there was some parts that were really good, some parts that were really bad. Um, but then after the actual museum walkthrough, they had a prohibition speakeasy style bar upstairs. Cheers. Cheers. For those that don't 
watch consistently. Every time we hear that beep in the background, because it was Wi-Fi, we got to yeah. take a sip. Yeah, I, I got to probably call and fix that. So every episode, <laughs> we just don't get hammered. We're using it as an excuse right now. Just like, oh, man, it went off again. Let's drink. It wouldn't but be the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast if we didn't <laughs> yeah. have a cork. Yeah, really. I should probably fix that, though. And if I do <laughs> fix it and we don't get a beep anymore, I'm going to have someone in the background just go, beep. Yeah, so we that, have to or just have a huge gong. There you go. And they just, just blast it. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just aggravate just your Keep neighbors. it on the table. There we go. Because we need more table um like things to look at on the table yeah if anyone's got a recommendation just throw in the comments give us some table art thinking about a dry erase board to kind of go through the actual um characteristics within the bourbon that way we're consistent over and over again Mm -hmm. um so dry erase boards on there everything's on there we just don't know what to actually formalize and put it on there yet yeah once we go full time yeah Full time, exactly. Which is in like what two days? I think probably at the rate we're going, dude. Yeah, with all these obviously. tens of views. Yeah, <laughs> tens of all views. Right, so anyway, back to my back to my recommendation. <laughs> uh, so brown derby drink. I had it in the speakeasy in the top of the uh, Prohibition style museum. And what it is is it's a bourbon drink. It's a ounce and a half of bourbon, and then that's mixed with a full ounce of grapefruit juice and a half an ounce of honey. So it's really easy to actually make, or honey syrup, I'm sorry. So it's very easy to make because all you do is you just put in equal parts um, honey, equal parts, I believe, sugar into a pan to make the honey syrup. And then I just put it into different bottles around the house, and I just use that whenever I want to make a drink. Like if I don't want something straight, I'll just go behind the bar and throw because it's super easy to make with those three ingredients. And you just juice a grapefruit and you're all set. So I really went off on that, and I loved it. And that was my like pivotal drink ever since I came back from that trip, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, you had a party. It was it was your housewarming party, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you recently bought this house, and then we're we're recording, which is phenomenal. Oh yeah. And perks of being a gotta homeowner. pay for this house, man. That's right. So <laughs> obviously, we're making a ton of money for doing sure, this. With these, all all these views. <laughs> yeah, all these tens of views. And you were making it, and the joke was you slaved all day. Yeah. No pun intended with the grape juice. <laughs> just sitting there just raking through grape yeah. grapefruit. But yeah, it, did, it was it was good. good There's job. not a lot of juice in grapefruits. Just kind of side note. I was really disappointed because also I didn't really have a correct juicer. So I was cutting the grapefruit in half and like squeezing out the juice with a fork, which isn't a really good way to be doing it. How many but, grapefruits did you go dude, through? I went through a lot. So I have like little sparkling water bottles that i was filling up with the grapefruit juice yeah and i went through honestly would have been three grapefruits and i only had like at least a half of that bottle which i would have thought much more right because have you ever had a grapefruit the thing explodes in your mouth every time you take a bite yeah no juice in there at all (laughs) none it's a it's a trick dude the whole thing is just not juiced (laughs) there's got to be a better method of madness so gina went out and bought an actual juicer so i was able to finally juice a grapefruit properly instead of bending all my forks at a 90 degree angle trying to get some juice out of there <laughs> there you go um but yeah so very good drink so again it's a it's an ounce and a half of bourbon an ounce of grapefruit juice and, and a half of an ounce of honey syrup that comes all full circle you top it off with a like a burnt orange peel which i felt super oh no burnt grapefruit obviously it's grapefruit juice but i felt super cool like burning a grapefruit rind and i'm like yeah man this is gonna be a good cocktail yeah you felt like a real yeah. bartender and i'm over there shaking the shit out of the the actual can yeah i'm like doing all the 
like, the fancy stuff. Yeah, like the yeah. aerobics that the bartenders do. Yeah. I was tired after like a couple shakes. But, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. You, you know, I'm not you used to that motion Destroy yet. your delts. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's our recommendations. Um, we'll rate the whiskey a little bit later, give it kind of our final score after we continue drinking it and continue smelling it and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so that's the Black Button Distilling whiskey or bourbon right now, the four-grain straight bourbon. And, uh, yeah, we'll touch on it a little bit later. Perfect. So what else is new, Mike? What else happened this week? Anything exciting? What happened this week? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. ton of good stuff. Yeah. We, uh... <laughs> We're trying to coordinate home renovations and then future planning and then wedding and honeymoon planning on top of that plus work. Mm-hmm. So I just get way too into it. And I thought you were going to say way too wasted. No, oh. I just get way too into it. Gotcha. So, I mean, you know, like we've been friends for years, mm-hmm. but the people don't understand. But like Kelly gets blindsided daily with just my rants. So... She gets home from work. She worked like eight and a half, nine hours that day. Mm-hmm. And I was off of work already for about three, three and a half hours because I have normal work hours right. per se, like what the, you know, the norm is. So I'm home planning a bunch of stuff and I'm like, all right, so if we flip the bathroom and then gain X amount in equity and then we sell the house, you know, where could we move? What are we looking at? And she comes home and I'm like, perfect. Like, hey. And I'm super type A, so I just dive right into it, and she's totally thrown off guard. She just walks into a firestorm, and I was, like, flipping out, because in a good way, but I'm just, like, super juiced and motivated. So I'm staring at her, and I'm like, all right, we're getting married. You're going to be 30 by the time we get married. When do you want to have kids? Backwards planning. Then we can flip the house, sell by this time. Oh, yeah, dude, just laying into it, like, just getting into it. She's standing there, and the only thing she says after two minutes of me blowing up is, can I just change first? And naturally, I'm like, you know what? Like, good fiance, yeah, go change. We can come back. I know it's not going to happen because she's going to pet the dog, go yeah. to the bathroom, make food. I'm like, you know what? No. I'm like, no, I'm not done yet. So then I just Jesus roll Christ. into the next segment and I just start blowing into it, man. And I just, I got so, I was so excited. Like, I couldn't stop. So I was like, so then what do you think? Like, you want to get married and then not have kids for like a year? But then do you want to have kids after like a year of marriage of no kids because then we could retire at a nor- like a normal age and then our kids are graduating high school and like out of the house at a normal right. age and then we're in like 50 mid 50s and we're not like 70 going to our kids graduation like sure. what do you think like you you juiced up about that like you want to go to the south towns like have some <laughs> have some land for the dog and she's just staring at me like you're out of your mind and i'm like yeah you're right like i can't i can't sit home for three hours and just plan because then i just want to execute on everything. Right. You know? Because you're a very impulsive person to begin with. It's, it, yeah, but there's like... Not impulsive. I guess that was the wrong word to say. Organized, I yeah, wanted to say. Yeah, you're not like, impulsive. You're just organized and you want to plan stuff. And then once it's planned, I'm extremely impulsive on doing it that minute. Okay. And then gotcha. I just go like, I just, I'm into it. Yeah. And then I don't sleep until that task is complete, even if it's buying a house. Because that's how it was when we bought our house. Sure. You know? Like, we were in our apartment and I came home and I was like, hey, time to buy a house. And she just stared at me just like, that's a huge, yeah. Like, turn the light on, time to buy a house. Right. And she goes, you know, that's that's like a huge undertaking. And I was right. like, sweet, you know, bring a lunchbox, buckle up. Like, we're going to we're gonna own the day. You're in for the ride, Colleen. Yeah. Like, I gave you two chances to leave. you like, I asked you to be my girlfriend. You said yes, first mistake. Yeah, right. Then I asked you first to marry mistake. me. You said yes, second mistake. Like, I gave you two outs. Right. Like, now you're in for it. So I opened up the can of worms, man. Just getting after it. Yeah. So well, that's what you got to do. Yeah. So we basically nailed down the honeymoon. That's new this week. Uh, my best friends are 
like our travel agent. She's been to Greece multiple times. That's where our honeymoon is. Oh, cool. So we uh, we figured out like basically where we're staying for the duration. Uh, two days here, three days here, whatever. Bouncing around, checking out different restaurants. She wants to go on a wine tour, so we're doing that. So basically confirmed with her what's happening. We have like a wedding conference every month. She's mm-hmm. a wedding planner full time. So she takes care of the wedding. I take care of the honeymoon. Yeah. So I gave her the two different courses of action for the honeymoon. We, d- we both decided on one um, after talking through each option. And then we met for the wedding side. She ran me through where she was at for the wedding planning. And then we just keep rolling, man. That's it. Cool. And then obviously we're planning for this. Yeah. We're trying to get a little bit more organized for week two. She want to be on the show? She definitely mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's cool. She, I mean, she's really excited for like the different tours and yeah. and going around and like meeting the different distillery companies. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I didn't think that she would be into it. She yeah. likes whiskey, just not straight. Sure. But she's definitely getting used to it. Not a lot of people like whiskey straight. No, but she loves cocktails. Yeah. Like if we go out to eat, like it's not, she doesn't really get a beer. She'll just either get a glass of red wine or she'll just have a cocktail. Yeah. So it's nice. But, uh, but yeah. What about you, man? What's new this week? <sighs> Same old, man. Just work. Work's been busy. Yeah. Um, I really don't have much to talk about right now, to be honest. Yeah, I, me neither. Then I yeah, have seriously. zero to talk about. I mean, about you just ranted week. for like a good 25 minutes. But <laughs> it was, so it was Gina's birthday on Sunday. So we had some people over on Saturday, which was really cool because I'm like 95 years old. I don't really like staying up really late. Right. And um, all these people were over until like 1230, 1 o'clock. And I'm like, that's pretty Come late on. for me, dude. Late, yeah. That's the middle of the morning. We're in bed by nine. That's man. what I'm like, saying. Yeah, like, like that, that was way, way. That's too not late, late anymore. That's yeah. like that's. You need to leave, right? <laughs> yeah, and like these people are coming over, and I'm like, okay, well, let me start packing some stuff up because maybe they'll just get the hint. No, right. I'm just kidding. It was great to have everybody over, and it wasn't too terribly late because I was able to take a nap a little bit beforehand. Right. But man, I was tired the next day. Well, yeah, yeah. that puts you out for a while. Yeah. And then we went out to breakfast and then we came back home. Where'd you go to breakfast? Um, actually went to brunch at the row house. Nice. Which was really cool. It was in a very old and like, it had a lot of character, this building. Where is it? It's on Delaware. So if you go, which is downtown Buffalo. for yeah. the, the listeners. Yeah. Not like the actual state of Delaware, because that would have been a very long drive yeah. for Gina's birthday. Right. And I don't love her that much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, Gina. I love you that much. Oh, my but, goodness. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we don't get canceled by sponsors, we're going to get canceled by our girlfriends. Yeah. But, uh, no. So, we went to this place. It was really cool because each room had a different feel to it. So, you walk in and it was a little bit open and you had a cafe over to the left and then, like, a lounge over to the right. And then you see the hostess downstairs and you actually walk up stairs. There are two different buildings that they combined into one. So, each different... Each room had a very different like characteristics about it. So we were sitting in this foyer, as I was told to pronounce it, because you don't call it a foyer. It's a foyer. Who said that? Dude, I don't know. It's just the way to pronounce it. It's a French word, I'm pretty sure. So it's a foyer. Then why is there an R in it? Dude, I don't know. All right. You I don't what? make languages. All right, that's I, a- just, I just have to speak them correctly. So anyway, we're... And, and she speak your So Gina teaches French, yeah, right? Yeah, she's a French teacher. So right. that might have been where it came from. But I'm pretty sure it's pronounced... Like, in English, it's pronounced a foyer. Well... Dude, I don't like those words that have just random consonants at the end that you're just not supposed to say. Yeah, I'll, I'll pretend that I know what a consonant is because I learned that in third grade. It's not a vowel, bro. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. why sometimes a vowel, sometimes a consonant? But if you look at, like, Home Depot, it took me forever to not call it Home Depot. And that was just last year. No, I'm just kidding. 
clearly I've known it's Home Depot for quite a while. Right, Home but, Depot. Yeah, Home Depot. Yeah. But I, I just don't like it that these vowel or consonants at the end of the word just aren't meaning anything. Yeah, they lie to you. Why? I don't know. Drives me nuts. Have you like actually sat down and thought about how people create, like how a word becomes a word? Or how colors become colors? Like who's looking at this bottle and saying, that's a blue label? Yeah, like, I don't. Who determined that that's blue? Why? So if a fork has three prongs, why isn't it Is this called a riddle? A f- no. Oh, okay. So if a fork has four prongs and it's a fork, but a f- a fork with three prongs isn't called a thork, like it should be a thork instead of a fork. I never thought about the actual number four in the word fork before. Yeah, because I've seen forks with only three prongs, and I'm like, so then that's a thork, and sure. everyone stared at me like I was nuts or like trying to make a horrendous joke. But what would you call a spoon? And fork combo, so a spork, but with yeah. three prongs. Oh come on, man! Now my brain just exploded. <laughs> you could you see my eyes just like bubbling? Yeah, they came out of your head a little. Bit. I hope that was captured because yeah, I was trying probably. to formulate an answer. Yeah, like I don't know what you would call that. A, st- a spork st- with three prongs. The st- st- stork, stork. A slork? No, you can't. Stork. You know what? Like now we're going to th stork. That just sounds weird coming out. Yeah, but. Are there any forks with five prongs? I don't know. I've only seen four and three. Interesting. I've never seen a... F- no, I have seen a three-prong fork. Either way. Yeah, either way. Yeah. But what were we talking about again? You were talking about Gina's 30th birthday. And then oh, we yeah. So we, yeah we, so we went to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. We went down a rabbit hole. But anyway, yeah. So we went to the Royal House and we came back and then we watched the Bills game. Bills beat Tennessee. That was awesome. What do you think about the game? The so, last thing people in Buffalo want to hear is just another podcast talking about the Bills. So we won't talk about this every time no. because everyone has their own opinion. But what did you think about it? What I will say is I have an extremely close friend. He's going to be a groomsman in South Carolina, and he's a diehard Titans fan. Okay. So since that game, during I mean, basically right before kickoff, we were like cordial. We we're mm-hmm. like, best man win, no problem. And then all of a sudden we were like silent for the second half and it was because my heart was about to leave my chest yeah i was super juiced up motivated running around my house screaming almost lost my voice right to the point that i was worried about not having a voice for today's episode really and then he didn't text me and then their kicker missed the field goals Mm -hmm. so then goals plural yeah times four seriously the titans really should have won that game dude but cairo santos is a bills mafia member now (laughs) he's basically a grocery store yeah. beggar that's because he's not going to be in the league my cousin texted me and said that he should probably uber home from the stadium <laughs> yeah, definitely does not have a job yeah not good so he's been texting me now that it's monday mm-hmm. he's been texting me still about it yesterday and he's if you just, need a new groomsman man i'm probably so coming to your right wedding now. anyway i mean oh, we gotta think again Dude, so, so yeah yeah so he's he's blowing me up and he's still upset about it but it was it was a good game i'm glad josh allen's learning yeah from the week prior and it's his 16th career start, so yeah. you got to be patient. But right. I love – I mean, I just love – And the first game back from a concussion, I think that from the first – I could have these stats wrong because I didn't really look them up prior to this. But he was – he had a really good completion rate in the first half. Coming out from a concussion of a game that he threw four interceptions. Yeah, he did. And he was knocked out. I think that his first game back, not throwing any inter- – or throwing the one interception, but having a completion rate of – something ridiculously high it was a good progress for him yeah it was a constitute to his character just because he doesn't he's not fragile like he doesn't he doesn't get razzled or you know try to play hero ball like he sticks to his game and sure so and what i mean by that is last week 
against the Patriots, he definitely tried to play hero ball, yeah. which is why we lost. But this week he came in and you know he didn't he didn't make any dumb plays, right. except for the one interception, which it's it's his 16th career start. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta give him some time. And I read an article today about how people have this expectation of him to be a Pat Mahomes type quarterback, but he wasn't drafted for that. We knew taking him, not we because I wasn't in the decision room. Yeah, I would we were in the front event. office. Yeah, really. Grabbing the by the collar. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is why we need I don't him. want Rudolph. I want Allen. Yeah. Um, but, no, I read this article that said, with this expectation that we put on him, he was never meant to come out. We knew full well he was never meant to come out and be a rock star. Like, he was going to have a pretty lengthy developmental process. But as soon as he's there, he's he'll be great. We just have to wait and groom him a little bit. But – Buffalo sports, I mean, for anyone that watches that's in Buffalo, you know that we're so used to being disappointed that the second that he does bad, we're like, oh, man, it's another Tyrod Taylor. Let's get him out of here before we waste any more time on him. But yeah, we need but, to groom him. Right, but even still, like Tyrod, he he made a lot of good plays. Yeah. He did a lot for the city of Buffalo. His family loved living here. and it, it like yeah. then. I mean, Tyrod, don't unsubscribe from this. But. Right, but <laughs> – like I do at at some point I still do have to defend like everybody that ever plays for yeah, the Bills right. because it's our franchise always goes up and down and we're we were really confused like the Titans we yeah. were we we're a really confusing team in the league we would lose the games we were supposed to win and right. we would win the games we were supposed to lose and no one's no one could really keep up with us which but, is yeah. the most frustrating thing in the world when you should be winning a game and you lose that's why i'm so proud of this team so far being four and one because we've won the games that we needed to win yeah and this next couple is going to be huge because i'm pretty sure we end with some pretty hard games including the patriots again yeah so it's going to be huge the but. next big test looking three weeks out is against the eagles yeah eagles um but yeah and then the sabers are playing really really well as yeah. well you know so, that i'm a bruins fan right yeah i know yeah. but it's the buffalo happy hour podcast right. so we're going to talk about oh the it's not the boston happy hour podcast correct it'd be pretty cool who knew yeah really yeah. all right so before we get even further in the lady or the woman at the buffalo dist or jesus the buffalo distilling that was last week the black button distilling company yeah gave me a eye drop container of I'm going to butcher this because she told me, and I was already four shots in, but she told me it is a reverse osmosis distilled water made with hemp leak. And what you're supposed to do, because of whiskey being whiskey, you're not supposed to really put ice in there because it'll dilute the flavor. Yep. I think we talked about this a little bit uh, For sure. in the last episode, but you're also not supposed to put ice because your tongue isn't programmed to taste extreme temperatures. But in that case... You're also able to put a couple drops of water in there to completely change the flavor profile. So, with both of us being about halfway done with our drinks and us probably being halfway done with the podcast, I want to throw three drops or probably one and a half right now because we're halfway done with our drink. Yeah. And see how the flavor profile changes. So, let's do that while we continue talking. But Sounds I, good. It was awesome that she gave this to us. It was really cool. And I think that it's a huge upgrade. Yeah. Are you gonna throw more in yours? Yeah, because oh. I don't. I don't have a ton of my glass. Yeah. So I'll throw three in there, and I'll top mine off too. But be careful that you just throw three, because I heard any more, it'll really um, water it down, and it won't have the same effect. Kind of similar to if you start. This is gonna sound weird, but if you chew it, like if you chew your whiskey and you move your teeth up and down, right. it'll create a chemical reaction which will 
burn more, but it'll change the flavor profile of that as well. And it gets rid of all the stuff on your tongue too. Right. So for people that aren't used to sipping whiskey, um, if you do that method and you, you basically chew what's in your mouth, it's a pretty intense experience at first. So just be prepared mentally to go through that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll burn. Real bad. So three drops? Yeah, just three. But yeah, that was awesome. You're good, man. Yeah, it was awesome that they were able to provide that for us because there's no way that I would have ever been able to find reverse osmosis distilled water with hemp leak. Obviously. Or hemp block. Or hemp leak? Hemp block? Hemp leak? Pretty sure hemp leak. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but so, this is something that we can do for each of them because it, it'll change. It'll take the whiskey to a new level. But you're not supposed to do it more than once. So as soon as we do this, Basically, what I'm pretty sure happens is it separates the actual whiskey from the water. So the first sip that you take right now is going to be pure whiskey. Okay. Again, I could be very, very wrong with this. But it elevates all of the spices and all of the alcohol to the top. So when you take that first sip, it's going to be very, very pungent. Okay. So we're going to take a break and we're going to try this. Yeah. It actually mild it down for me a little bit. Same. It's super good. Yeah. It actually, yeah, it took the burn away. It eliminated it completely. Which was kind of. And it actually brought in the caramel and the vanilla. Yeah. That's right. really good. Yeah, because this really, this whiskey starts with a heavy caramel and vanilla taste to it. Yeah, and then it like punches you in the face with oak. Yeah, at the back end, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. And I don't know if we did it wrong because I thought that it was supposed to be more. Kind of hit you in the face, but if this is what all of them will do, and we'll try sip it this. now, really, yeah, because now you get the oak in the back end, and it's it's more pungent. So the first sip, was oh like, yeah, wow, the first sip was really smooth. The second sip, it almost comes back completely, but it's still smooth in the initial. Yeah, it's smooth in the initial, but then you get all the aromas through your nasal yeah. cavity. That's really cool. Were so, you- actually, this is something we can talk. We only got fifteen minutes left. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So okay. we got well sixteen. We're at 1550. Yeah. But one thing that we're going to talk about next week is our stories of when we first tried whiskey. Yeah. And what really brought us into the the world, essentially, of distilling and, and everything else. Um, my experience was overseas in Europe, and then yours was it was with a, a friend, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll touch on that next week. That'll be like a 15-minute segment of mm-hmm. when we both fell in love with whiskey. And then basically started this whole podcast off of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good segue to next week. Like and subscribe, obviously, so you'll be notified of that next week. But, yeah, it's, we it's got a, some we got some good episodes coming up. So make sure you do smash that subscribe button and turn on those post notifications, too. That That's a big thing with YouTube now, uh, especially, is that if you don't press that notification icon in the right of it's the subscribe bell. button. It looks like a bell. Right, yeah. You won't be notified when we post videos. And... Like I said, we'll be posting, actually, I don't know if I said this yet, but we'll be posting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Yeah, so every the, Monday will be a new clip. So the the Wednesday and Friday, it's a sample clip. Sure. And then Monday, yep. it's the full episode. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we want to do that to focus and pull out some of the parts that we felt were um, important or significant. And Friday will be a clip dedicated just to the whiskey. That way, the listeners who just want to listen to the whiskey and uh, the company that we're trying can listen to that on Fridays. Perfect. Yeah. I like it. So let's rate One Foot Cock. Yeah. And then let's rate Black Button Distilling. Right. 
Okay, so the and one we're going to use, we're not going to use like a typical rating. We're going to use a A plus check mark check mark yes. plus rating scheme <laughs> for each distillery. Do we need him on the podcast? We need to talk to. Dude. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just listen to the first clip of the first episode, and you'll understand our rating scheme. But if we can, I don't even know how he's doing. No, I haven't. I went it's to been, it's been what five six years. Yeah, since we graduated college, I went to an estate sale, and I went to like the guy that was living in the house. He passed away, and he was an older, classy gentleman. So I thought that I could probably find some good, classy wear, I guess. And I came downstairs and got ready to check out with the um, the guy who was managing the the cash box, and it was him. And he's like, what's going on, man? I'm like, you know, not much. Just living every day. How are you doing? And he's like, just waiting for that day. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> relax, most... relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a statement that he would make. Yeah. This guy's off the rails. Yeah. So, yeah, if you if you did miss that, then go to go to last week's episode and catch up on that. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so for the one-foot cock, do you remember what it tasted like last week? Obviously, right? Yeah, it had a honey on the back end, yeah. uh, which was really, really smooth. And I... I think it's dangerous because it'll creep up on you. Yeah. It it's really smooth. It they they use a lot of honey. Yeah. And not like, oh, there's so much honey in it that they take away like I'm just saying in all their products in general, they have like a honey back end. Mm-hmm. Um even their vodka has a honey honey finish. True. And it's super smooth. Honey's my favorite ingredient. Actually I think in almost anything. That's very interesting because this was totally out of chance, but the um cocktail that you chose had a maple syrup based or flavor to it, yeah, which would probably go very well with this black button because it has notes of caramel and vanilla in it for sure. And my brown derby, and I swear we didn't plan this, has honey in it, so that would probably be a good bourbon, the one foot cock, to mix with this one with the brown derby to kind of bring it all full circle again and not have those extraneous notes of caramel and vanilla. Now we so know I don't what we're going to do after this episode. Make more cocktails? Yeah. You and I are going to be face down in five minutes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Just laying there. <laughs> Colleen's going to call me. Gina's going to walk downstairs. Yeah, she's going to be what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, focus with a stick. Yeah, Cleo's going to be running down these stairs every second. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of good. So from, and let's make sure we hit on this rating because we're going to we're gonna forget about it again. Yeah, we got 10 so, minutes. All right, so from a... We, we talked about the label very briefly. I would give that. For an, Black a, Button Distilling or for One Foot Cock? From One Foot Cock. Let's do that one first. So the label yeah. was cool. Yeah. We're going to give it a, in the story along with it, we'll probably give it an A+, plus, not the check mark, check mark. Correct. Okay. Yep. A+. Plus. Okay. So the, <laughs> this is this is going to be really hard to build. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. That's this, why we need the whiteboard. This dude. is going to be hard to build consistency if we have A+, plus check mark, and A, check mark, plus. We just got to stay strict. Yeah. Okay. So. Jesus. Okay, so the flavor profile of the honey coming from the one foot cock that yeah. you liked honey a lot. So, what would you give that from a grading scale for the not just the initial note and the ending note since it was pretty consistent? I would give it a A plus check mark check mark. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta so keep a straight ridiculous. face, but I'm yeah, serious no, really. because it's it is really smooth and it's really well made. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I would I would go with a check mark, check mark. Yeah, I would probably give it an A plus check mark, one less check mark than you. Yeah, because I even though my favorite drink is that brown derby, I wasn't as thrilled with the honey, just because 
one, it would be lame if I said the same rating as you. But two, I know that you like Honey more than me. So I'll just knock it down just a little bit. Okay. Um, in comparison, so let's be consistent again. So for the nose, the, the smell of it, the one-foot cock. Yeah. That didn't hit you as hard as I thought it was going to coming out of the nozzle. Not at all. Yeah. No. Because remember, we talked in the first episode about how someone could pass out yeah. if they took too much of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was the right amount. So what would you rate it from a, a rating scale again for the, the smell of it? Because yeah. that, that's really what we're trying to do here. And we should probably call this out. So packaging is one factor of this. Yeah. And I texted you this earlier, but I forgot. But packaging is one aspect. The smell is another. The initial note. The yep. taste of it, like the burn or not burn, and then the ending notes that end with it. And there was one more, wasn't there? No, it was just Lo- those four. Label? Did I say we, that already? We were debating on a fifth, but we oh, said okay, we right. would just keep it a four. Okay, so we have it. So overall, with the smell, what would you say that you would give it? The smell's an A+. Plus. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I haven't smelled this one Dude, yet. Dude, this one smells so caramely. This one smells wow, amazing. This smells fantastic. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna give the black button a little bit higher on the smell. Yeah, A plus sure. check mark for the smell. Yeah. Their packaging. <laughs> a plus check mark. <laughs> I would give it an A plus check mark, check mark. Pa- yeah, their packaging is yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, it's cool. And again, I, I do like the story behind this also. It it means a lot to me from a marketing perspective when you actually have a story behind why you're calling something what you're calling it. With the one-foot cock, he had a story behind it. With the black button distilling, he has a story behind it. Yeah. All these distilleries that we have going forward are going to really need a good story to compete with these because from the looks of it, these are the top so far. Yeah, I mean, we, we really didn't set the bar low. Yeah. Like, we set right. the bar pretty high yeah. with Buffalo distilling. So the the labels are almost the same. The one foot cock is more textured. Yeah. But when you look at the black button distilling, they have the signature of Jason Barrett. Oh, that's sweet. He has I didn't his hand see that. Sig- yeah. So his hand signature is on the actual label. Who is the founder and the head distiller of Yeah. The- he's the founder and master yeah. distiller. Then they have its proof with like a wax seal. Okay. Um, but it's not the textured wax seal, almost like for. Oh, we got to sip again. So it's not like for an authentic jersey compared to a replica jersey where the right. crust is going to be textured compared to non. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have the... This hits you more on the back end again the more you drink it. Yeah. And then they have the batch number on the bottom. And it looks okay. like the number is actually handwritten on the label. Oh, sweet. It's not mass produced. Um, I mean, they, they just they did a really good job. Of course, they got the black button <clears throat> on the top right. Yeah. Just like how One Foot Cock has the, the One Foot Rooster right. um, in the center. And yeah, I mean they just do a really good job. So you can give your rating. For me, I would bo- I would think that the one foot cock would be probably a ninety one for me, like an overall rating. I mean, Out jokes aside, yeah, with the yeah. A foot A plus check mark, but assigning a numerical grade, I would probably give that one a ninety one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So in the black button, again, we just talked about their label and we talked about their story behind it. I would give that in the same category as the one foot cock. So probably up in that A plus check mark, check mark, whatever we decided. For sure. This is going to get ridiculous. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for black. He's going to be so proud of us, man. Absolutely. So for, for he literally changed our life, but yeah. for, for black button, I got to stay focused, man. So for black, Sorry, button, dude, he was a riot. <laughs> I know. So for black button, I would give it a, a, for a numerical grade, I'd give it like a 94. Yeah. Agreed. I was going to say actually the same thing because I I feel like it has one 
step up or obviously it would be three steps if you're being technical about it 94 yeah. to 91 but i would definitely rate it above the one foot cock and this is nothing bad to say about one foot cock but it has everything to say about black button right the one foot cock was one dimensional for me it hit you with a little bit of oak but mostly honey mm-hmm. whereas with this one and maybe we would we did a disservice to the one foot cock without adding this reverse osmosis distilled hemp leak lock leak lock leak to it (laughs) um but with me the black button hits you with that vanilla and caramel taste to begin with and then it ends with that oak vanilla flavor to end with so it's multi-dimensional for me which is why i would probably put this in around a 94 95 yeah i agree with that that's spot on interesting yeah that, that was very good so we're gonna again stay consistent so this is the same similar type of profile to the one foot cock so if you're really rating these, these are apples and apples from our perspective. Yeah. Because they're a very similar whiskey. Um, but yeah, overall, both very, very good contenders. Very, uh, The bar is set very high going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So that's really the end of it, right? I mean, we're nearing our time here. Yeah, we are. Um, anything else you want to add? The biggest thing is, first of all, we just want to say thank you. Yeah. Um, really, the response from anybody and everybody has been phenomenal the the outpouring support is great and then if you guys just want to listen in on youtube if you can't subscribe because you don't have a gmail um that's you know it's fine um if you wanted to create a gmail just to subscribe means a ton yeah but even if you just listen to our podcast on spotify apple podcast if you check in on facebook um i mean or, and follow our Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. It's Buffalo Happy Hour twelve. But just do anything and everything, we just appreciate honestly because it's we're just doing this for fun. Yeah. And then for you guys to actually like look forward to our posts, it just means it means a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I also want to reiterate again, thank you. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at eight a.m., videos will be coming out. So subscribe to YouTube. Leave us a like. Also, comment on this post. Let us know if there's any suggestions that you would have in whiskeys or bourbons going forward that you would like us to try. I mean, I just did a simple Google search to find out some of these distilleries and ones that we've been to. But if there's some out there that you would like us to try, let us know. Yeah. Um, and also, comment on maybe your favorite part of this video. Any interaction that we would get would be awesome. And then, finally, I would like to end with a thank you to Black Button. I mean, they were fantastic. Again, I can't thank the girl behind the bar enough about giving me all this information and the woman who emailed me. So thank you very much, black button. And we look forward to working with black button and many distilleries going forward. Absolutely. So yeah, like Mike said, give us a follow on all the social medias, uh, at the Buffalo happy hour podcast. Um, leave us a like a comment on this video. And this has been episode two of the Buffalo happy hour, Mike. That's right, Derek. We're off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.